Fuck you, dogs matter. Nick and Chris coming at you from Buck's Dog Training, where we are passionate about empowering individuals to reclaim their relationship with their dogs. We facilitate effective communication between dogs and their humans, enabling them to forge stronger connections and achieve their training goals. Through our efforts, we aim to create a community where everyone can experience the joys of a great life with their dogs. Oh, and I think I might have a podcast uh, editor. Oh, and by the way, that, oh my freaking God, did I tell you about him? No. Holy shit. I cannot even make this shit up. And thank God we're on video because yeah. I have to show you what this guy did. So he talked, and that's, you know, whatever. But who does this shit? I seriously, people, I cannot make this shit up. Okay. The guy comes in. He's like all stooped over, very soft-spoken. And then he sits down and we start talking. And seriously, not even two minutes into our conversation, this is what he does. You know. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and for those people who are only listening to the audio, uh -huh. I can't, I can't, I'm even embarrassed to even say what he did. But he literally took his pinky finger and shoved it up his nose right in front of me in the middle of our conversation. What did you do, man? I just looked at him like, okay, and I just kept talking. What you, the hell am I supposed you to say? You should have like, been like, are you trying to show me you got a talent? You can go up to the second <laughs> digit? <laughs> and, and then not only did he do it once, he did it throughout our entire conversation. That's the Scott. Yo, did you shake his hand? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you shake his hand? I'm like, how? How, how? How do you do that? Like, seriously, how do you do that? I'm like, oh my God. I mean, five times he stuck his finger up yeah. his freaking nose right in front of me. I would have had to stop. <laughs> you know me. I would have had to stop and been like, <laughs> like, we use tissues here. I paused and I looked at him and I was like, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah. That would have been not bad. This shit up. I that would have been bad if I was with you. <laughs> oh my God. I wish you were there. Okay. <laughs> I so wish you were there. Yeah, it would. Oh my god, I was almost rolling on the floor laughing. I was just at first, I was just shocked. I'm like, he did not did just he, do that. And then, did he? Oh eat my it? god, he just did it again. And again, oh my god, did he, he, eat like, it? he ate it. No, he oh. didn't. He wasn't like digging. He just shoved his finger up there and then brought it out. Shoved his, he did it at least five times that I counted. At least five times. Oh. And then after that, I stopped counting. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? Hmm. Seriously. Oh lucky my I, God! You're lucky so, I wasn't there with you because if he was, let me tell you, people, he put that shit in his mouth, I would have been like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me be very clear. We will not hire anyone who sticks their finger up their nose, especially in public, especially in front of me, while we're having a conversation, especially if you do it multiple times. And I especially and, will and, not. And you didn't shake your hand. I did not say anything. I oh my bit my God. tongue and I was like, I'm going to be nice <laughs> and I, I'm not going to say anything. But, you know, I got to talk about it here because oh what God. the F is that shit? Seriously, what well, the did, F? Well, did he come prepared? Did he show you content? No. Okay. He had his resume. That was about it. And then when I asked him some questions, he gave me some very gen generic answers, like nothing detailed. He had done no research whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is not. Did he try to shake your hand when he left? He did. Uh -huh. I pretended I was busy. 
Oh, I was like, like that was like, no, 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 thanks. Oh, uh, uh-huh. that was pretty funny. See what happens? <laughs> That's pretty funny. But you're lucky I wasn't with you, though, because that would have been really bad. Oh, my God. would have been a show on its own. Are okay. you kidding me? I would have been rolling on the floor. Yeah. I would not have been able to stop laughing. <laughs> Just looking at yeah. your face. <laughs> I imagine it. Just when I told you about it, your face yeah. was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have. Oh, my God. That would have been hysterical. I wish you were there. Yeah. Well, I think the first time I might be nice because you're there. Be like, <laughs> Nicole, do you, where's the tissue box? <laughs> but then after that, okay. Oh, you know what I should have done? I should just walked up, went to the tissue box, brought it, and just sat it right on the table. Yeah, that's what I should have done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, we are not shaking hands. Okay, <laughs> that clear. Okay, not happening. Not happening. <laughs> That's oh bad. my god that was so uh i wish i was there for that though man i cannot make this shit up yeah. i just i don't i don't i don't get it like seriously no the stuff that happens to you though <laughs> seriously man how see how I, I someone like this make I it wish in the working there world? for that i wish i was there for that i i mm. wish you were here too man oh my god that would have been so awesome yeah that was probably around the time when i was like when I gave you a, a ring because, you know, I was saying about how we have this, it's like a mini Labradoodle. She's mm-hmm. 12 years old. Okay. And she came with her sister because we just finished training the other two. And the owner was just basically saying, you know, when we were at the house, she goes, Oh, you know, it's just really the barking. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you can stop the barking with the Labradoodle, stop the counter surfing okay, <clears throat> with the other dog and get them to both be able to do place. She goes, mm-hmm. I will be so happy, right? And I said to her, you know, it doesn't work like that if you wanna just do a one week board and train. I said, there's a lot of components to the training puzzle mm-hmm. pieces that you have to put together. Right. But she goes, you know, Christine, she's 12, right? Mm-hmm. She's a house dog, she never goes out. Right. Okay, so I say, all right, you know, I'll, I'll see and do what I can. Mm-hmm. And when we get there, dogs aggressive with other dogs. <laughs> oh, lovely. Right? right? What's my number one rule? What is my number one rule, man? Okay. I'm telling you, that comes up all the time. But I mean, this woman is like, I don't know. Like, she's like, she, she, she's got to get the fucking Academy Award or something. Because mm-hmm. she's a working mom, you know, mm-hmm. she's wife, she's got kids and four dogs. Yeah. Let me tell you, when we first walked into the house, the, the first time we met, you could not hear yourself speak. Oh, man. Like, literally, Tony was like, you know him. He's like, how do you live like this? <laughs> right? How, how do you do this every day? Right? Oh, my God. He was just blown. You, we couldn't hear each other talk. Jeez. And um, we said, all right, we'll take him. But then, then I find out about, like, the dog used to have seizures. They don't have it on medicine. Like everything happens after the yes, right? Yes, of course. And yeah, and good salespeople. And uh, <laughs> we can learn a trick or two. We hire a couple of them. Okay? <laughs> we can learn a trick or two. <laughs> and um, so you know, with the dog being twelve, and I get it. Like, <clears throat> and it's got cr- it's never been in a crate. It has crate anxiety. It goes to the vet. It goes to the groomers. It has to be muzzled because mm-hmm. she will snap. 
I don't know what part of that conversation got missed when it was, she's really good dog. You know, I really just want you to stop her barking. Yeah. Right. The excessive barking, mm-hmm. you know, meanwhile, she got a million other things that's wrong with her. Exactly. Like we're just going to gloss over that. But, but like she, she loves the whole concept of the place. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I'll see what I can do, but a week does not cut the job for something like that, especially a dog that has anxiety, separation, anxiety, crate, you know, never been mm-hmm. in a crate has crate anxiety. And, um, Literally, we took them out for like a 15 minute walk and being exposed in a completely new environment. It was almost like, you know, the one dog belly down, want to get back in the car. We gave her like, you know, just about 15 minutes just to kind of bring them a little bit out of their comfort zone. Right. Yeah. So and then this morning, you know, the 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 Labradoodle was like fine last night, comes out of a crate and she's got a crate by herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. just lipping. And I say, what is this? <laughs> like, what's going on? Right. Cause then it's like, then how old is too old? You know, mm-hmm. Nicole, how old is too old in regards for us being able to accept the dogs? Because my border collie's 12. Right. And she's super chill in the house. But if you go out and tell her you want to go throw the ball, you want to go to PetSmart and go shopping, mm-hmm. that girl is like full of energy. Yeah. But she's been socialized. These two yeah. haven't. That's a huge difference. Dogs age a lot more when they are just sitting around doing nothing. They mm-hmm. really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a 14 year old was the oldest dog that I ever trained. Mm-hmm. And it's I mean, it's it's a sad story because he came in for aggression and potty training of all things. But he also had Cushing's uh, disorder and a few other things wrong with him. But he was aggressive. Mm-hmm. And so why, uh, why? Why did you want to fix it up? At 14, because she I think she had moved in with her brother and the dog was just literally running around peeing all over the place Mm. and her her brother just couldn't take it. And Mm. he was also getting very aggressive towards the brother Mm. and other people. Mm. And I don't think she realized it because she was fairly isolated. Mm. So then when she was put into a more social situation, he Mm. couldn't handle it. He had no point of reference and so he just kept going after everybody so they couldn't live with that obviously so they brought Mm -hmm. him in Mm -hmm. and I rehabbed him but then he died a few months later Mm -hmm. you know and well at least he I'm not I'm I'm not saying this in all seriousness seriousness right like at least he died with a better state of mind yeah absolutely like because that's why I said normally when you tell me when we have dogs that are a little bit older Mm mm-hmm come in for, you know, aggression, some form of behavior modification. I feel that they bring them in mm-hmm. at that age, you know, on the older side of age, anything like mm-hmm. four or six, you know, yes. and older is because something happened. Oh, yeah. It right. Is. Somebody got bit, dog fight, whatever mm-hmm. it is, something mm-hmm. happened where now they feel responsible to step up and get the help. Oh, okay. by the way, Lola. Yeah. Staying an extra week. Okay. Yeah. She is going to be one of the very few. I think there's really only been two. So she's in a very stratospheric level where I've had to keep a dog for five weeks. Mm. What, what's, she, what's she been up to? Well, she went after a guy yesterday at Home Depot. Luckily, she had her muzzle on. Mm-hmm. She definitely is triggered by men. 
more so definitely than women because women can come up and she's fine. She might tense up a little bit, but she lets them pat her. She's, you know, happy. A man comes up, her body completely tenses up. And then when they start to she step away, <laughs> yeah, right. When they step away, she mm -hmm. goes after their feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really bizarre. And she went after some guy yesterday at Home Depot. Luckily, she had a muzzle on, but she went full on, like full on after him. Mm -hmm. So I took her right back to Home Depot today because <laughs> you know me. Yep. And uh, I made her walk around there. At first, we had the muzzle on for just the first few minutes. And then I took that muzzle off and I made her walk around there. I didn't let anyone touch her or pet her, but I made her walk around there for a yeah. good 10, 15 minutes. No mm -hmm. muzzle. We were doing some counter conditioning with her. Every time a man approached, I made her put her attention to me. If anytime she started looking at the guy or or anybody, sometimes it would be a woman that would trigger her. I'd be like, no. And then give her a little leash pop. She'd look at me like, yes, she remained calm. I gave her a treat. So I was starting that counter conditioning with her. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be important because, you know, for her, she's so food driven. I need to be have her off muzzle so I can give her the food. Right. Especially the muzzle I have her on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I needed to have control over her. To be able to, you know, do that counter conditioning. Yeah. I know she's going to be, you know, she's going to love the food. She's going to start to then, every time she sees a guy or another woman that she normally would tense, mm -hmm. she, you know, she's starting to understand, hey, you know what? Maybe that's not such a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But we're going to have to do a lot of repetitions of that because right. she's got and, a lot. And and, and here's, the, here's the crazy thing, right? That I guess for for clients to know too, I, I work with Lola. Mm-hmm. Her obedience, yeah, is on point, absolutely on point, yeah. right? The sits, the downs, the heel with her mm -hmm. when we, I was working with her outside, yeah, right, yeah, she's on point, yeah. yeah that's what people don't seem to understand. Obedience yep. is not correlated necessarily with relationship or aggression, you know, yes. or anything, anxiety, none of that. You can have an extremely obedient dog, and they yep. can be aggressive or anxious as hell mm -hmm. they're not the same thing yeah okay this is about a state of mind mm -hmm. and it's about the relationship you have with the dog how Correct. much does that dog trust you because mm -hmm. if they don't trust you for jack shit, they're not gonna well they're gonna be a nervous rat so they so are. so this is this is like a perfect conversation because right now i have okay mm -hmm. came in for aggression all yeah. right and he bit a couple people Found out also that he does resource guard <laughs> mm -hmm. and in regards for being dog friendly. Okay. Right. But when he sees a dog outside, when he's on a leash, mm -hmm. he's extremely, rea extremely reactive. Right. He will redirect on any form of leash pressure. So whoever's holding him. Mm hmm. It's nothing personal. It's boom. He's going to redirect on whoever is the closest one to him. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he, 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 he actually, um, you know, nipped Tony. Like oh. he, he's lucky he had uh, jeans on. Mm -hmm. Okay. I always call those Tony's like, poor jeans, man. I'm tough. <laughs> is know. it the same ones? <laughs> uh, uh, actually it might be. It Cause might I think be. it's been through the ringer time or I two. Know. I know. Prince. Yeah, it's been patch. <laughs> Prince did a job on those. Yeah. But, like this dog came in on medication, was on Prozac. We take it off. We take them off, right? I think we both 
agree that when they come into the training program, we want our fair chance. We want our fair yes. shot at having this dog in its natural state of mind, right? Absolutely. Because this guy's been to other uh, another trainer, a behaviorist, and everybody they put him on medication, mm -hmm. right? And I had this conversation with the the owners, and I was like, "Okay, you went to another trainer, right? Mm -hmm. And and you went to go see a behaviorist. You put him on the medication. Did it help? Right? Did it did it help? They said to some level it did." But did it stop him from reacting? Did it stop him from launching on the lead? No, it yeah. didn't. Mm -mm. Right? Right? You're trying to mask what the real issue is. Yeah. And I got to tell you, this guy's doing incredible right now. Like, wait till the videos of him come out. Like, oh, I can't Instagram. wait. Mm -hmm. Like, we had a great, great video. Actually, if you want it to maybe post it or, or, or show it, yeah, we're absolutely. At the dog park, okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of different energies at the dog park because I, oh, need yeah. that. I need the ones mm -hmm. that are jumping at the fence at us yeah. because <laughs> needs to know. Yep, that's exactly how you're not going to behave. Right? Exactly. Yes. And we have him walking past. He did phenomenal. When I say phenomenal, and you know I'm cheap with my compliments, okay? Yes. Phenomenal going against the fence line. There were dogs jumping up, barking, actually trying to trigger him, like running back and forth. Right huge distraction owners were like no 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 come back here i said no 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 leave your dog right, right? because i'm showing him what not to behave like okay <laughs> I, maybe it was an accident like i'm not intentionally meaning to insult anyone okay right. but he's not joining in the choir right exactly at some point dog fight mm -hmm. inside the dog park we were right. on the outside <clears throat> okay yeah. so you hear you know you 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 hear the 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 commotion going on between the dogs which mm -hmm instantaneously changed his energy oh yeah okay because Absolutely. going going in front walking back and forth no heckles no antenna tail right yeah. super calm neutral great boom that dog fight went on he mm -hmm. stood up so quick that the heckles came up mm -hmm. and right away he's focusing on that fight of course he is yeah tony right at that moment <clears throat> owned and went out ears dropped came over to the side heel and laid down nice so i'm 100 using that with the owners mm -hmm. to show them that it's about timing okay because they're watching all these videos saying oh my god he's so great mm -hmm. okay like he's doing so well but here's the something that they need to understand okay one it's us building that bond with him because he was a very insecure, shy, fearful dog. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And two, we've given him the structure, right? Mm -hmm. We've given him the structure and pushing him a little bit more out of his comfort zone, a little mm -hmm. bit more each time. Yeah. Okay. And they're going to have to reinforce this. Yes. Or it's going to go to shit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. And you know, they're going to have to, you know, work with him. Mm -hmm. go to the dog parks have that exposure right yeah. you can't turn around and say oh well you trained him he should be great yeah with me mm -hmm. right and yeah. if i out him and he's not going to comply to that yeah okay there's going to be a correction for that as there should be one right, right? Mm -hmm. but you know they're 
going to have to establish their relationship with him now. Yes. So that's the biggest thing in working with clients. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We have to get that expectation. Yeah. Because that's the that's the biggest thing that I find is clients find a lot of clients, not everyone, every one of them, because we've had some that okay, they they get it. You know, dogs are intelligent beings, they have the ability to make choices. And that if you don't hold them accountable and you don't follow through, you know, everything's gonna go to shit. Mm-hmm. But you have the other people there that are like, well, you know, you train them, they should be, it's, you know, like magic, they should do everything that you want them to do. And it's like, yeah, if they were a robot, maybe, but they're not a freaking robot. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna do exactly, he's gonna do everything I want him to do, but I don't go home with you. Yeah. Oh, God, can you, do you, do you have everyone ask you, hey, why don't you just live here and take care of the dog? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, but how about if I record my voice so mm-hmm. that when you don't follow through, all you have to do is play this recorder. Yeah. Or 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 Daisy's parents that said, do you, do you take kids? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> that I draw the line. Right. Um, you were like, do you take kids? Yeah. There was only one house that I would I even actually considered living because they asked me and that was uh, Henry and uh, Elsa's house. I don't mm-hmm. think you were there. I mean, yeah. their house was gorgeous. I beautiful i mean it made my house look like you know a shack i was gonna say i was like it it was beautiful and they're like i think you just need to move in and i said let me think about that Ah. no i can't Uh (laughs) but i did i did pause for a moment but yeah i mean they just have to hold the dogs accountable is really what it what it comes to it's not like i i have magic i mean yes i'm good at my job but i'm not you know i'm not a magician it just takes work. It takes dedication. It takes consistency. Mm-hmm. It takes follow through. Yes. It's not, you know, it's not a magic formula. It's just hard work, people. Mm-hmm. I we think do the hard part. We, I was just to about to say that. Part. I think the hard yeah. work, the hard part is done, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We do the turnover. Turnover is when we turn that leash back over to the owners. Yeah. Okay. Work with them, train them on the commands. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just basically to go through all the commands, how to walk with the heel, everything. So yeah. that way they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not, here's your dog, best of luck, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Which you'd be surprised. Some trainers actually do that. Right, I've heard some that. horror stories. I'm mm-hmm. like, seriously, that's that's what they, I mean, no follow through. No instructions. That. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's just, that, that amazes me. Like, why? Why would someone even pay for that? Mm-hmm. And and that's the that's that's the part, okay, that it, it, it disturbs me because Hunter had a trainer and a behaviorist, mm-hmm. right? Mav had two trainers, okay? But mm-hmm. here's my thing. They could be a good trainer, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. maybe they're do more of a specialty on something, right? Yes. Like teaching mm-hmm. like basic obedience or puppies, yes. you know, training, right? Yes. All of us. And and this is why we're so fortunate because each one of us have like a little bit of a gift, right? Mm-hmm. So if we need a balance in something, yes, we're all here to help each other out with the cross training. Exactly. Right? That's yes. where we all benefit. Okay, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yes, but like if these <clears throat> trainers are working with the dog and they'll know it from day one, from the very beginning when they meet this dog, mm-hmm. that if it's beyond their expertise, mm-hmm. right? Just be real with the people, exactly. right? You know, it's about the dog, not the dollar, right? Yes. So yeah. 
just be real with them. If there's nothing wrong or embarrassing to say, you know what? No, this isn't a neurological disorder. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what your dog needs is beyond my skill level. Yeah. Right. I don't specialize in this. Yeah. Maybe refer somebody else. Don't mm-hmm. take their money. Right. Right. And then now their dog is like still screwed up when it goes home. Right. Yeah. Because behavior is different. Training obedience is different than doing a, like a behavior modification where you're doing a lot of counter conditioning, confidence boosting, mm-hmm. um, extinction, extinction of a behavior. You know, all of that is different than just doing basic obedience. It's mm-hmm. a completely different game. It's you gotta you gotta know what you're doing when you're affecting a dog's mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was something I was reading an article when I was looking through, you know, the operant conditioning and all that stuff. There are so many trainers out there who are so trying to ride that political line, even the ones that aren't truly like positive only, and they're talking about the four quadrants they still will position it like, well, here are the four quadrants and here's how you can use this quadrant and that quadrant, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Instead, you know, I would do this. Um, So they're still trying to ride that fine line. They're not picking one camp or the other. And, you know, they're trying to say, well, you should really do this, but, you know, these are alternatives. But anyway, um, it's just amazing to me that, you know, people want to try and use just one quadrant of the learning mm-hmm. process and make that fit everything. It's not gonna it work. It doesn't fit. It doesn't no. fit. Mm-mm. You gotta use the right tool, people. Mm-hmm. You do. You have to use the right tool. You can't extinguish your behavior just mm-hmm. by giving it cookies. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It every dog, no matter how many, and I'm sure, you know, mm-hmm. Give me your opinion on this, but like hundred dogs, thousand dogs that you've trained, no two dogs have ever been alike, right? Each yeah. one of them is their own identity, that mm-hmm. they're their own individual. Some need more encouragement, some yes. need us to have more patience, <laughs> right? Yes. Right. And mm-hmm. some want to challenge us. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So there's some dogs that we're like, hey, yes. You know, you can do that A-frame. Go, 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 right? Yes. Guide them up like you will jump on the 12-foot one with them, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like like seriously, Nicole will do that, okay? Yeah. Like, and then there's some that, you know, we give them that encouragement. And then you're going to have some that are extremely headstrong where we got to be like, hey, tone it down. Mm -hmm. You know, like no two stories on any dog, they could be similar, mm-hmm. but they're not like, you gotta know the dog. Yes. Okay. You have to study behavior. You have to study body language. You have to know who you're dealing with. You have to be able to have enough confidence in yourself and have enough calmness in your own brain to be able to read the energy that's coming off the dog, to be able to understand the communication. Cause they are communicating. They mm-hmm. communicate through body language mm-hmm. more than they ever would communicate verbally because their verbal communication honestly it's just growls and barks and mm-hmm. you know weird noises uh it's not that's not their primary mode 85 percent of their communication is body language mm-hmm. and observing it's why they're yes. so good yes, as much as we're observ- observing them yeah they're observing us too well they're observing us better than we're observing them because they figured us out already mm-hmm. they have figured us out 
And of the two, you know, species, I would have to say human beings should be more intelligent, should Mm -hmm. being the operative word, should be more intelligent. But of the two, Mm -hmm. who's figured out the other? Yeah. As in humans, humans haven't figured out dogs. As much as we study them, we still haven't figured them out. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Why? So, so you were reading all these. I guess what are they? Were they studies or comments? Oh yeah, they were explaining different, you know, different um, training theories and things like that. One was going over, you know, the four quadrants of operant conditioning, classical conditioning. One was going over the BAT, which is the behavioral uh, analysis treatment, and then there's the CAT, which is the uh, constructional aggression treatment. And, you know, kind of those actually fall under the negative, the negative punishment and the positive punishment. But, you know, they were using that. They're saying if you're going to use any type of aversive, those would be the methods that they would use. But again, it doesn't 100% solve the problem. It's part of the process. Absolutely. Like I use it mm-hmm. when I'm counter conditioning a mm-hmm. dog. I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to stop them or extinguish the behavior entirely. Mm-hmm. And this is where the big disconnect is mm-hmm. between the positive only and the balanced trainers. Because when it's broken down to its core, the biggest problem that I guess that it's dividing us from what I've seen and what I've been able to decipher is the paradigm of in order to extinguish a behavior, whether it be aggression and unwanted behavior, barking, whatever, positive only thinks that you can uh, use positive methods to eliminate a behavior. Okay. Whereas balanced trainers say the only way to extinguish a behavior entirely is one of two things. You have to eliminate it by creating an unpleasant or an aversive consequence. Mm-hmm. To the point where they're not going to want to do that behavior again, because every time they do, there's a consequence that they don't like. So mm-hmm. that will then condition a dog. This mm-hmm. is not a behavior I should continue to do because it's not getting me what I want, first of all. And two, there's a negative consequence that happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then the other uh, way that you can extinguish a behavior is to never reward it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So even a good behavior that you've trained, like a sit, if you never reward it ever again in, in the dog's entire life, Eventually, that behavior, in theory, will extinguish. Mm-hmm. Now, how true that is, that I'm still a little iffy on, honestly, because I've never seen any true behaviors completely extinguished by just ignoring it or by not rewarding it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, intermittent rewarding is great. It really, you know, cements in a command. But when you completely... Uh, disregard a com- um, a command by not rewarding it ever again in the, in the dog's entire life. I don't know. I I don't know that that would extinguish it entirely. I have not seen it. Let's just say that. Like mm-hmm. if you never reward a dog for a sit, they're still going to sit. They just might not sit when you say it. But how easy would it be to get that dog to sit? It's not like they don't know what it is. Right. They're just not maybe going to do it on cue. Mm-hmm. But how easy would it be to get that dog to do it on cue because it already knows it, right? See what I mean? I don't. I don't believe that that theory holds as much water as the positive only are ascribing to it because 
that's their whole paradigm. Hey, if you just, you know, don't reward a behavior, eventually it'll go away. It'll be extinguished. And that's why they use that bat and cat methodology to train like behaviors that they don't want, like aggression and anxiety. They use that whole threshold mentality of, okay, get it to the point where it's ju just before they react and then hold them there, wait till they calm down. And then you can either make them walk away or give them a treat. I'm like, okay, so how many times are you going to have to do that before the dog finally stops reacting? And then how are you if, then going to turn that into a... If it stops reacting in a situation like exactly. that. Exactly. But you then know, it doesn't account, happen. it doesn't account for random situations that happen. You, so you're going to spend your entire life in a controlled environment? That's unrealistic. That's unrealistic. Well, it sounds unrealistic to me because what are you going to do when you're outside? If this dog is reactive when it sees another dog, right. oh, you're treating his face. You think it's going to want that treat when it sees the other dog? No. You know? What they would do what is do walk do? away. Constantly stand there and block its no. view? No, they they walk away. They walk away rather than dealing with the problem. So they, they can walk away because it's too it's too close to the threshold. So then they want to increase the distance so that the dog's comfortable. Their whole premise is the dog should never be uncomfortable. And I'm like, that's unrealistic and and just not even feasible in life. Mm -hmm. There's never going to be a moment where can, no one is if ever they uncomfortable. Walk away, okay? yeah, if exactly. they can walk away, okay? Exactly. Let's take one of our aggression cases, okay? And you show yeah. me how you're going to walk away with that dog and still have fingers. Exactly. Yeah. I know. It's unrealistic. But again, that's the whole paradigm. And that's where I think that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where the great divide is. Mm -hmm. We're... The positive only, you know, prescribed that in order to extinguish a behavior, you have to use some type of a negative. And the positive only saying, well, that doesn't work because, oh, and this was the point that I was trying to make. One of the, the things that they were utilizing to say why an aversive won't work to stop an aggression or to stop, you know, certain like anxiety is, well, it doesn't work to stop a feeling and anxiety is a feeling, not a behavior. And I'm like, what world are you living in? We use stimuli all the time to evoke feeling and to impact feelings. Like, when's the last time you smelled a perfume and it brought back some memory that brought back some feeling? Right. What about the favorite food? Mm -hmm. Like, you, you, I mean, smell is one of the strongest senses we have that evoke the strongest feelings. Mm -hmm. So how can you say that it doesn't evoke and change feelings? It absolutely does. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does. And this yeah. is the bullshit that they throw out there to confuse people and say, oh, you know what? Maybe you're right. Bullshit. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Yeah. How can you say that outside stimuli doesn't impact emotion? It has no impact or effect on emotion. That's, that's just ludicrous. And people are buying this. They are literally just accepting it. Like, oh, okay, I guess that must be true because a doctor said it, a scientist said it. Like, really? Do you not think? Do you not have a freaking brain? Can you not challenge such an idiotic statement? Mm. I mean, really? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I personally feel they're making it complicated. Yeah. Okay. They're making it complicated and they're making it extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. Okay. For this is this is why I hate to say it this way, but this is why there's going to be more dogs getting euthanized. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When we get the dog in, it does not need to be this complicated. Okay. Yeah. This is, I'm very, very simple. Mm -hmm. Okay. And very fair with the dogs. Yes. All right. But it doesn't need to be this complicated. All right. When you get the dog in, you learn the dog. You start to bond with the dog, right? Yes. You get into its head to say, what is making you tick? Because yes. the dogs will always tell us, yeah. oh, you don't want, you, 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 your threshold is when this dog is like two feet from your face. This is when you react. Maybe not from across the street, but this close, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so what do we do, right? Okay. So I'm going to respect that threshold that you're showing me. And then yes. we'll introduce it to all the dogs. What do we do? We out, out, out. Okay. We're showing this dog. I'm your advocate. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So you said, this is your threshold. I'm respecting that. I'm outing everybody from your face. Yeah. Now you don't have a reason to react. Exactly. Right. So we get into their head to see yeah. what this is about. Mm -hmm. Right. We, yeah. we get into their head to see what this is. And we're going to do what is going to work to get us the results. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. So when these dogs go home and here's the thing, we post videos all the time on these dogs. Oh, okay? yeah. They don't look shut down. Nope. I mean, some of them do when they first come in, but that's because they're first coming well, in. And that's why they're coming but, in but they because they're shut down. that way. That's the difference. Yeah, exactly. They came yeah. to us that way. That's the difference. Yeah. And, and then we turn them around contact with anybody. Yeah. You know, and then we turn them around and they're happy go lucky. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lola, all most of the day today when we were out, her tail was like right there, dead middle, man. She was just happy go lucky. Her mindset very a few times it went up, but most of the time she was just happy go lucky. Mm -hmm. She was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, like I was saying, like, even for the owners, well, Hunter. Yeah. This dog is a, Nicole, he's a fucking happy dog. Okay? That's awesome. He, his, his head's not down. He's making engagement, eye contact with us, yes. right? They had those um Apple tag, air tag mm -hmm. things on him because he's a runner that he'll yeah. run away. Mm -hmm. Right? And I am not making this up. They don't even know it yet. I had this dog, Tony and I. Took him to see if he was going to play in the lake with tea because he's he was afraid of the water mm -hmm. this boy put his feet in the water he started to go run in i was like tt get him in there get him in there right uh-huh and we had him off leash nice he's checking in with us go up a little bit come back check in look at us and he's like come on guys let's go like uh -huh. for this dog today was best day ever oh that's awesome yeah and That's Tony awesome. actually could feel it, right? Yes. He was like, this was so rewarding to him because yes. the way that this dog came in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's right. really what it is. When you can take a dog who's so shut down, so disengaged, so scared of everything mm -hmm. and build up their confidence, show them that it's not such a scary world, teach them that they can interact safely with the world and actually enjoy it. Oh my God, you open up everything to them. Yeah. everything and the, the joy on their faces when they start to interact and play and realize oh my god so mm -hmm. this is what life is supposed to be yes. this is what life is supposed to be mm -hmm. not scared and shut down yeah we were we were in princeton yesterday and we were going past like they're like oh he he's afraid of um 
garage doors opening and closing. Yeah. Okay. So we top that off. How about him walking past a construction truck that mm-hmm. was like, I don't even know why there wasn't like anything blocking. Okay. Right. We walked right past it while it was going on. And even for me, it was loud. Right. No problem to the dog. Forget yes. the little silly garage door. Okay. Right. This popped it like 10 times over. Oh, wow. And he nice. was fine. And yes. I'm and I'm not making that up either. Like I yes. sent them the video, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like that's part of working with the dog, building that trust. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And us, like like leadership, giving them that direction. Yes. Right. I'm not going to walk you into danger. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So. And that's what it's really about: building that trust and that bond with the dog to the mm-hmm. point where you can affect their mind and their feelings and their behavior because you can't do that without building that trust Mm -hmm. not without breaking their spirit so you take the time to build the trust and everything else will follow because a dog that trusts you they are willing to go anywhere and do anything for you Mm -hmm. they really are Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of a dog and i think for us it's because we have the ability to make that happen Mm -hmm. all right we see when that mind switch Yes. Happens, right? Yes. But for a trainer who can't get that done, they'll mm-hmm. never know. Yeah, exactly. Never, you know what I'm saying? They'll, yeah. they'll they'll stick with what they believe in, right? right? Mm-hmm. But they'll never know. They won't they won't ever be able to see it because we we change their minds in the sense of like he's a dog. He yes. has a responsibility, right? Yeah. To us. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be us saying all the time, well, where's my dog? Where is he? Where is he? Right? right. Go find it. You know, th- that's for that dog. His mm-hmm. job, stay close by. When you want it in a heel, get it in a heel. It's mm-hmm. that dog's responsibility to keep their eye on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Where we get them to actually want to work for us, where they're like, well, what's next? What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had a conversation with uh, Lola's owners today. Yeah. Because, you know, I, and I was very upfront with them. I'm like, listen, we had a little incident yesterday. It wasn't severe, but it was definitely an incident and it's worth telling you about. And, uh, and I told him, listen, I'm not a hundred percent comfortable sending her home because I don't think she's where she needs to be yet. Mm-hmm. But if that's what you want, I'm going to explain to you everything you need to do. I'm going to be with you a hundred percent. And if I need to, I will go out every single day with you in public to mm-hmm. show you exactly what you need to do to get her the rest of the way. But right. she's not where I want her to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I don't trust her without a muzzle yet. It's why I haven't really had her out in public often with a mus- without a muzzle. And I also haven't let her in the yard with the other dogs without a muzzle. Mm-hmm. I don't completely trust her. Mm-hmm. Today was the first day where I've had her inside the house in place with all the dogs without mm-hmm. a muzzle mm-hmm. and the puppies were out and they even went, jumped onto the, her place cot with her. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I was holding my breath for a second or two. Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> was her, Trinity you, went up there. Is it what, what, what she, is she more particular about like having issues with the dogs, like male, female, or it doesn't matter. Is with the she- dogs, I don't think it matters. With the people, mm-hmm. definitely males, she has a reaction to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with the dogs, it's more the energy level. When they get come at her too hot, she she does not like that. 
Yeah. She likes to put that down. Yeah, she doesn't tolerate it well. No, not at all, which is ironic because she's so high energy. Mm -hmm. And she'll come at you with that energy level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But from what I remember, though, like, she seemed pretty attached to her dad, too. Oh, yeah. Right? But that's the only male that she has been exposed to since they got her. Mm -hmm. Or exposed to with that type of kindness. Yes. Right? Because mm -hmm. something had to have happened that made her so... Yeah. Rachel, don't you I think? mean, I would, I would think there's something because she, she literally tenses up every single time, and then she launches herself at them, mm -hmm. at her, at their feet. I'm like, yeah. it's the most bizarre thing. But yeah, I, I think something, something happened to her at some point in her life. But you know, regardless of that, uh, we still have to rehab her, and we don't know exactly what happened, but we do know she's reactive to men, and so we have to take that into consideration and work her through that process. Mm -hmm. She may never love men. Or mm -hmm. she needs to just not react so negatively yeah. towards him.